Welcome to the South Elkhorn Christian Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the weekly messages. For bulletin material, reflection guides, and other resources, visit southelkhorncc.org. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 35 through chapter 10, verse 1. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to, to cure every disease and every sickness. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Jesus was a healer. We might well remember that from the gospel stories. There's the man who couldn't walk, whose friends so passionately, maybe desperately, believed in the healing power of Jesus that they ripped a hole in the roof where he was teaching and they lowered their friend to him so that Jesus would heal him. There's the blind beggar, the hemorrhaging woman, Peter's mother-in-law, the man with leprosy, the centurion's daughter, and the countless nameless others who came to him, who were brought to him, who he went to during his ministry. And here's the thing. Jesus didn't just heal a series of individuals of their physical woundedness, of their physical pain, of their physical suffering and affliction. No, no. when Jesus heals, communities are healed. When Jesus heals, society is remade. When Jesus heals, the kingdom, the full family of God is revealed. Yes, yes, Jesus was a healer of spiritual wounds and social stigma, of spiritual pain and social trauma, of spiritual sickness and social disease. Matthew's gospel puts it like this. Jesus went about the cities and villages curing every disease and every sickness. Do you remember the story of the Good Samaritan? That that famous story about healing, the healing of a man who had been robbed, beaten, and left to die on the side of a road as a well-intentioned religious person, and then another passed him by? But when Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan, his listeners, his listeners themselves are being healed, healed of their sickness, which was prejudiced towards Samaritans, healed of the ways they ignored and neglected the painful, long-standing ethnic, cultural, and religious conflict that existed between, between Jews and Samaritans. We might say Jesus is at work healing the spiritual and social disease of racism. In the very next scene in the Gospel of Luke, on the heels of the story of the Good Samaritan, Jesus enters the home of Mary and Martha. Mary sits at the feet of Jesus, something a woman was forbidden to do. And and when Martha, perhaps cleverly trying to save Mary from the embarrassment of her transgression, wants, wants Mary to help her in the kitchen, Jesus refuses because Jesus heals. He celebrates Mary for her faithfulness, indeed her transgressing of a diseased social barrier that treated women as inferior, as unable, as insignificant. We might say Jesus is at work healing the spiritual and social disease of sexism. Yes, Jesus was a healer, but here's the thing. If you want to know what a relationship with Jesus looks like, if you want to know what it means to be a student, a disciple, one who follows in the way of Jesus, it means healing. 
In Matthew's gospel, Jesus sends his disciples to go and do what Jesus himself had been going and doing, healing every disease and curing every sickness, which means you don't have to be a medical nurse to heal as Jesus healed. Jesus didn't just heal physical sickness. You and I, we are still called and charged to heal. The world is full of spiritual and social diseases that have gone untreated, ignored, and neglected. And Jesus has given you and me the authority to cast out unclean spirits and be a part of the healing that is needed now. You don't have to be a medical doctor to heal as Jesus healed. You are who Jesus needs. You are who Jesus calls. There is healing work for you and for me too. Church, there is a spiritual and social sickness that continues to plague us, that has been exposed and brought before us time and again, racism and white supremacy. It's insidious because, like a virus, it can be easily spread by asymptomatic carriers, people who have been exposed to it without noticing it, well-intentioned people who go about their everyday lives not realizing they are infected because, well, they don't see the signs, they don't feel the pain, they don't experience the sickening hardship in their own lives. But that doesn't mean it's not there. And it doesn't mean that it isn't still spreading and destroying lives and killing people. Jesus knows this kind of healing will be hard. As if speaking right into our very moment, he reminds us that when it comes to healing, the laborers will be few. Because the work is not simple, it's not easy, and it will take a very long time. But the harvest is plentiful. Many have long noticed the decline of the institutional church. COVID-19 might be hastening that decline for some, maybe even many congregations. But church, I'm convinced, convinced that the spirit and energy of God's people, our lifeblood and vitality, is carried by our capacity, our commitment, and our courage to heal as Jesus healed. And this moment, this moment might not be about the church's decline, but about the church rediscovering its healing mission. But of course, let's not be fooled. Healing is hard work, not least because as the disciples of Jesus were learning, It means being healed ourselves. And Jesus is ready if we are. Thanks for listening to the message this week. Visit southelkorncc.org where you can download reflection and discussion guides to dig deeper into the weekly scripture message. 